There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? We're back Thursday. Tuesday show carried on from the quarterback to absolute bangers always, but it wouldn't be Thursday without a guest. Murph, you're not the guest, but how you doing? Am I not a guest anymore? Am I just like part no, of no, that? you've you've now qualified as furniture. Furniture. What kind of furniture? You, you pick. I've always wanted to be like a three-legged stool. Why? Literally the worst <laughs> bit of furniture. Small, doesn't take a lot of space, not really annoying. Always there when you need me. Dependable, you, solid. A three-legged stool is there when you need it. Yeah. I disagree. If you lean anywhere apart from completely vertical on a three-legged stool, you go over. Cause some havoc, have some fun. Cause some havoc, have some fun. It's basically like a good, uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's a good analogy for me, I think. Three-legged stool. Okay. All right. what, what kind of furniture would you be? I think I would be uh, a butcher's block. On Fantastic. The, yeah. This is a really good icebreaker for my meeting tomorrow with Austria's largest furniture company. You're going to ask them what furniture they'd be? Yeah, and I'm going to reference this podcast and get them to download because I think we've only had three downloads in Austria. So I could double that to six in one go. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Well, talking of icebreakers, we might as well ask that to our incoming guest. Hat-trick of appearances now, Murph. This is the first one for you. I had the pleasure of the first two on my own, but you're here. You've got yourself on. Well, if we're being honest, there was another one that I was on. Yeah, that, a little bit. Yeah, that was terrible. But that, 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 went, that went in the, the editor's bin. 
very quickly. That was a train platform somewhere, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, your audio was not great on that one. And uh, Anyway, let's get to today's guest. Writes for the fantasy footballers. Plus, she's got her own YouTube channel. It's everybody's favorite stepmom. Lauren is back on Five Yard Rush. Lauren, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me back on. And Murph, you would totally be a Shays Lounge. Not a three-legged bar stool. That's probably the best compliment I've ever received in my life. <laughs> Which tells you that, that I don't get many. She's <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, I love yeah. that. Exotic. <laughs> but also it useful. It is. It's unique. It's yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Um, She's described me pretty. That's all I got. <laughs> Nailed it. I, no, I'm, I'm in. I'm it's, changing. It's got personality. It's different than other pieces of furniture. Like, when you walk into a room and like somebody has a chaise lounge, you're like, wow, they are coming up in the world. They've done well for themselves. Like a lot of throw pillows on the bed, it means it's successful. So yeah, no, chaise lounge. I'm going to say it right now, this isn't her last appearance on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not. How you sweet talk yourself into another one. I love it. Coming back on after nine minutes. Still. <laughs> That's how you do it. Well, Lauren, what about you? What bit of furniture will you describe yourself as? I have no idea. You know what I might be is a Murphy bed. A one now? Yeah. Okay, so a Murphy bed, I, I don't know if you guys, if this is just a United States thing, but I'm actually looking for one for my office. But a Murphy bed is one that folds up into the wall. So like the gotcha. underside of the bed can actually be part of the wall. And then you unfold it kind of like a sofa sleeper, but it kind of goes up into furniture. It's one of those things you get in New York studio yeah like for smaller rooms like our house we have four bedrooms but our bedrooms are on the smaller side so we try to use as much room as possible so i feel like i'm a i'm a murphy bed i can be convertible functional i can be smaller and i can be much larger especially after thanksgiving don't talk to me about how much i ate i don't want to talk about it <laughs> it was a lot i've been on a diet since like december 27th that's okay though <laughs> so we, think- we have day beds here as yeah. opposed to murphy beds Right. So we we have day beds also. I like that. So the Murphy bed I'm getting is actually like a piece of big furniture, if you will, like um like a, a cabinet. But instead of opening the doors to like shelves, it's a bed that you pull out. So that's actually going to go in my office because if you guys saw the state of my office right now, you'd be like, are you a hoarder? Because there there's just stuff everywhere. We're trying to redo my daughter's old bedroom. So all of her stuff is now in my office. So I literally have one pathway to get to my desk sitting right in front of my iPad I have set up right now. And you're welcome. I did put makeup on today, folks. I know I have a big <laughs> shiny forehead, but, you know, just disregard that. No, that's all good. I think they have one of those beds in Who Framed Roger Rabbit in... Uh, Possibly. In Matey Boy's office. But yeah, an exotic, fun piece of furniture that you don't normally see. It's like a talking point. I enjoy being a talking point, as long as it's a positive one and you're not making fun of me, because then I'll cry. We need to do a full circle on that, because 80s films, you've seen Who's Framed Roger Rabbit, but you've not seen Top Gun. Yeah. What? Excuse me? Yeah. Correct. I've not seen Top Gun. If you guys can't see my face right now, I, I my jaw just fell. It, it dropped. was literally aghast. Yeah, it, I had like five cats growing up, all named after Top Gun characters. Maverick, Slider, Goose, Merlin, Jester, and Sundown, dude. What are you doing? So what Maverick you've Slider. successfully done, Murph, is managed to get her back on the podcast with Furniture Talk, and now she's gone because I've never seen Top Gun. <laughs> That's how this rolls. <laughs> There's an easy solution. You've got to go see... We're gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to sit down together. We're going to watch Top Gun. Yep. And then the day it comes out in cinema... We're going to go see the new Top Gun. Well, this is what I said to you. I said, well, I need to watch Top Gun because I like the look of the second one. Yeah. 
it's pretty original. You you have to see the original before you go see the remake. It's it's just one of those absolute epic classics. My one of my best friends, his younger brother, who's in his mid twenties, had never seen Star Wars. I know, please, I hope that hefty silence means that you guys have seen it, right? All, all of the Star Wars. Uh, Am I the only nerd here? No, no, I have seen them all except possibly the latest one. Yeah, I haven't seen the latest one in theaters yet. But yeah, yeah, I've not. Seen I just thought that. that was crazy. Who hasn't seen Star Wars? Although I'm old, so maybe that's yeah. just me. No, no, I've seen them all. I think yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, I, I don't know why I haven't seen it. That's wrong. Die Hard. I haven't seen that either. Yeah, I know you said that. Oh. No, I have. I have. Chill out, people. <laughs> I've seen Die Hard. Come on, come on. So, Lauren, how was the Super Bowl for you? It was really good. I think I liked it so much because I didn't have any skin in the game. Because the year before that, it was Patriots Rams. And Rush Nation, if you don't know already, I despise the Rams. I'm from St. Louis. They left me to go back to their second wife, who I guess had a boob job and got rich or something. So they're like, see you, St. Louis, you suck. Whatever, fine. And it was a garbage game anyway. Same with the Patriots. <laughs> Junk. So this was fun. It was a high-paced, <laughs> air raid, gunslinging, all sorts of fun stuff that you want to see in a Super Bowl. And um, I had a lot of food, which meant it was awesome. And we had some people over. We played games all day. And I loved the halftime show. It was I, At first, I forgot that there might be children watching. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> J-Lo and Shakira did too. <laughs> then it got a little bit more family-friendly as it went on. But you know what? Hey, if I, if I was 50 years old and it looked like J-Lo, I'd be like, yeah, here's me naked. Deal with it. <laughs> but I'm not, so I don't do that. Yeah, I mean, if I look like Jello when I'm 50, something's gone terribly wrong, or maybe not wrong, but I've taken a different turn in my life. Yeah. I don't know. I think you'd look good. Anyone who looks like Jello looks good. I don't even care. The woman is fantastic. But yeah, it was it was great. I had an awesome time. Really good time. How about you guys? Is like the Super Bowl a big thing in, in England? It's, like where, it, I mean... It's getting there. I unfortunately went to bed because... I had, um, it coincided with like a really busy period at work. I've had a deal we had to cross. Yeah. So basically it was like, I was on a clock. If I didn't get the deal Mm. done, I wasn't going to get paid. Um, Adulting is real. Adulting is real. And it was not an insignificant amount of money. So it kind of, yeah, it kind of meant a little bit more than watching the game. But I watched it that morning. I I watched it on Game Pass and downloaded it. Yeah, you did. So yeah, you (laughs) Life, didn't you? I did. I stayed up. I booked the next day off work because it finished at quarter. So, do you guys do like, so let's say you're able to watch the Super Bowl live. Do you guys do any bets like the uh, Super Bowl squares and the pools and stuff like that? We did the Super Bowl squares because we have a uh, American office in New York. So, they ran a Super Bowl squares, which oh. I joined. Oh, what now? It's basically like in a random, ours was random. I know you sometimes yeah. they're random and sometimes they're not. But basically, what happens is you um it's on the last digit of the score so because the chiefs was it was 31 20 um you had if you had the chiefs one and the 49 and zero then you won but you can do it at different stages of the game so like right uh how it is at the end of the first quarter you divvy up like 20 percent of the pot and right you give like 30 percent of the pot half time or where however you split it Yeah. So the way that we did it is we did a hundred squares and I think it was like 10 bucks a person and you, you buy as many squares as you want. You put your initials in it. Then there's random numbers across the top and the bottom. It's kind of complicated. If you haven't heard of it, look it up. It's super fun to do, but I ended up winning three out of the, we paid out every quarter. So I ended up winning three out of four quarters, which was awesome. So I walked away with 80 bucks. I was like, this game is awesome because I don't know how to play it either. I just let them do everything and I pick random squares and hope for the best. (laughs) That's all you need to know how to do. 
See, the guy who organised it in our office, he ended up winning twice. Uh, Suspicious. Fix a source, Rex. Yeah. I'm going to, when I see him, Kyle. You, you watch out, Kyle. I'm going to come after. That's coming for you. I'm going to come after my... Those six- randomly selected numbers. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> that, that six pound, that six pounds 26 that you got off me, I'm going to want that back. 26. <laughs> because they did it in dollars and it was a predetermined conversion rate. That's no fun, Kyle. No fun. <laughs> oh, they, Kyle's fired. Because we had to pay it in dollars because they organized it. Yeah, <laughs> you need a Revolut card or something that's already loaded, so you don't have to pay the. Actually, to be fair, my boss paid it. So, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Getting a bit of flack over there. And <laughs> Kyle's cool again. Yeah. So you were writing the waiver wire article for the Ballers. Obviously, season's over. How's it changed for you now? We're into the off season. I am not doing anything right now, and it's kind of fabulous. So the the footballers, what they do is uh, between January and the beginning of April, it's pretty slow on the website. So they're like, you know what, take a break. You can write you know articles if you want, especially with Dynasty and, and rookie stuff. I mean, if you choose to, you don't have to. So I've actually taken a little bit of a break, which has been really nice. Got to recharge the batteries, give my brain a little bit of a, a hiatus, you know, because – I love football and I love fantasy football, but like too much of a good thing. I start like bleeding from my pupils and like gray matter will come out my ears. And I hear that is unhealthy. So I feel as though taking a break was wise. And plus it's hockey season. I'm a huge hockey fan. So I'm watching some hockey and watching the XFL as well, which I do enjoy a lot. Who's your hockey team? St. Louis Blues, my friend. Stanley Cup champs. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. She's from St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I know, but I was kind of hoping for a different <laughs> outcome there. She's no. If you're from St. Louis, you're a St. Louis fan. But no, yeah. St. Louis Blues, I'm all the way. And XFL, the St. Louis Battlehawks, they are pretty good. So I like watching football in the offseason. But one thing that's cool about the XFL, you're watching guys that just have so much heart. They're playing for not very much money at all. And, and they just want to get back into the NFL. Or they just want to play the game because they love it. And that's fun to watch. I still haven't seen any yet. It's It's good fun. Quarterback play is a little bit to be desired. Oh my god, but it's better than the AAF. Let's just it is oh, so much better third. than the AAF. Yeah, Tampa on their third QB already. So I didn't need to trade one with you. I uh, could have just picked up the third Tampa guy. Yeah, damn it. But they're all bad. I mean, they're all terrible. Like yeah, it, Tampa's not very good. In fact, uh, my terrible. husband and I are going to um, the Tampa game. Well, the St. Louis Battlehawks against the Tampa Bay Vipers in March. So we're going to be there for that game. Hopefully, I remember it. Because I'm going to be drinking, so. <laughs> I'll record it and rewatch it when I get home. Who knows? <laughs> spot yourself. Oh, there I was in the 16. Oh, yeah. Hey, what was I doing? Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking up the, um, I'm looking up the hockey, um, looking up the hockey uh, standings. I see that St. Louis have lost five straight and my Tampa Bay. I Bay- know. We're, we're on a bad losing streak right now. We've, we're dealing with some injuries and we haven't been playing very well on the road. And one of our guys, Jay Mos- Bo Meester, just like collapsed in the ice with a cardiac episode. So they had to get a defibrillator out and bring him back to life on the ice. It's been nuts. Oh, That's right. Just, all you have to do is make the playoffs. That's it. Kind of like in fantasy football. Just, just go and support the Lightning. They've won 11 straight. I do love the Lightning. In fact, Emily Arena is one of the best hockey arenas to go to. It is awesome. They're, it's amazing. But I don't change my teams. I am not a fair weather fan, Murph. Chase Lounge. <laughs> Chase Lounge. <laughs> I think I might have. Is the Lightning Stadium near the highway? Yeah, it's not far. 
when I drove to Bush Gardens. Yeah. Can you see it from the drive? Yes. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's Emily. That's yeah. my uh, claim. And the people there are wonderful. Okay. They're just great fans, good staff, awesome. The place is just cool. It, there's just really neat little areas around there too, which is fantastic. You, you got to remember that the Tampa Bay Lightning is really the only successful sports team there is at the moment or has been for the last 10 years in Tampa. Yeah, pretty much. Although the Rays won 90 games last year. I think just out of Florida as a whole. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm still a St. Louis fan. Yeah, I, I did actually. I've not. I don't know anything about hockey. Nothing. Although I saw that somebody, two guys from the New Jersey Devils, got s- traded away just before the deadline or something, and they were upset about it. And... Yeah. Well, if you know anything about soccer, uh, hockey is. Ve- I played soccer my whole life, and so- hockey is very similar to soccer, except obviously it's a puck instead of a ball, smaller goal, and it's on ice. So if you like indoor soccer, the fast pace of it, offsides are very similar. Uh, rules are very similar. Positions are very similar, just fewer guys. Um, that's why I love to watch hockey because it reminds me so much of the sport I grew up playing. So I have a question. I think you might like it if you give it a go. Yes. Can somebody explain the icing rule to me, please. Just kind of like uh, offsides cherry picking, if you will. So the puck has, to, if it crosses, two blue lines, right? So you have a blue line, center line, and then another oh, yeah. blue line. And you're just going to just hawk it to the end, the other side. And it goes over both of those blue lines and it's not a shot on goal. It's considered icing. And so you start back over with a face off at the other end of the goal. It's basically stopping time wasting. Yeah. No, because yes. when I used to play NHL and you slap it up the other end, the goalie get it and be like an icing call and then it would go back to yeah. the face off. You have to play through the phases. And then you, yep. the, the, the two things to really watch that are, I find the most interesting in hockey. One, fighting is legal. Yeah, fighting's awesome. So that, that makes it different. I mean, you get I'm fighting. not a violent person, but fighting in hockey is fantastic. But I, why? Why? Because they're padded up. You get to watch people padded. hit each other in the face. Yeah, but why? Why does that Great. happen? I saw a game the other day where it went to the face-off. Is that the thing? Yeah, it went to the face-off, and the guys were already predetermined that they were gonna have a fight. So they oh, one absolutely. Them, one of them knocked the puck away, and then they both just. Yeah. gloved off and went yeah. at it. Yeah, because they're not going to yeah. do any damage. They're so padded up. It's just so, great. It's like basically fighting in sumo suits. That's, that's like the equivalent. They're not going to do it. But like I don't that. understand why is it in there? Because they spend all day throwing each other against uh, Perspex boards. That's called deking, right? Uh, I didn't know there was a term for it. But yeah. I think the better question, Chris, is why not? Why yeah. not have fighting? That is really the question here. It's fun to watch. A lot of players will institute fights if they feel like their goalie has been disrespected or one of their younger players or veterans have been disrespected. It's kind of a way of saying, hey, step off my guy or I'm going to beat you. And they do. It's fun. And the other one is line changes. Yeah, when they jump over the hoarding. Mid-play. Yeah, I like that. That's what I like. Yeah, that's good. That's like roll on, roll off in five aside. Yeah, it's very similar. Right. That's what I like about hockey. Good hockey chat, people. I know. Like, how did we get on hockey? We haven't even talked about fantasy football. Fantasy, <laughs> Sorry, what? guys. Yeah, what hockey? It's hockey season. I and love pulling, hockey. Pulling the goalie. Yeah, that's oh, another yeah. cool thing. I don't understand it because it leaves you with an empty net. But you put I don't, I don't, on. That's one of those things. I mean, unless you're a team that does really well doing a six on five, which is a little bit, I think, more difficult because you're so used to playing five on five instead of playing six on five. I feel like it just makes it a little bit too crowded. It does give you the extra man. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But actually, shootouts are in hockey are the same as they are in soccer, too. There's a lot of things that are similar. I feel like, sorry, we're spending way too much time on hockey here, but it's the off-season rush nation, and I'm the host. Get down with it. Um, <laughs> a shootout in I feel hockey. like this is my fault, Rush Nation. I'm sorry. 
not. Penalty shootouts in hockey look ridiculously difficult as the attacker. Yeah, of course it is, because it's a tiny goal. And yeah, a big I know. Goalie. So, and the goalies are gigantic too. Like they're big, big people, and there's this tiny, itty bitty little hole you have to fit. This tiny, itty bitty little puck, and it, yeah, it's it's hard. You basically try and put it through the legs. That's you need the to five do five hole, it. as they call it. Try and get it straight through. Hit it. Slap shot. Low, hard, fast, and try and disguise when you're going to take the shot. That's the key. So, so an off yeah, and, and certain goalies are going to be good at either the you know high block or low blocker. So you get to know the goalie and you know their weaknesses, and you know kind of is it like I keep repeating myself here, but it is like the same thing with soccer, yeah. except it's bigger than hockey. <laughs> that makes any it's sense. Bigger, it's played in warmer climate. I'm so American, I'm calling it soccer. Sorry, guys. That's fine. I do too now. I got in trouble at work, actually, the other day for calling it soccer. They were like, it's football, Chris. You're in England. I was like, yeah, but I don't care. I, I don't watch it. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. How about we talk some fantasy? Because I suppose that's why we're here. Let's do it. Murph came for the food and to be called a chaise lounge. And then we spent half an hour talking about hockey. <laughs> And our camera's going to cut out any second. Yeah, my Tuesday is absolutely complete. That's it, Rush Nation. We're done. Catch you next week. No, I'm joking. Fantasy 2019. (laughs) Lauren, how did your season go? It went well. It could have gone better in some aspects. Um, I got pretty unlucky in a couple leagues. Same record as a lot of other guys. Fewer points. I missed the playoffs. That kind of situation. But other than that, I I, I did pretty good. Um, I wish I was a little bit more flexible in my teams because I feel like I had this a very similar roster in almost every setup. But other than that, I think I I, I did well. I, I enjoyed myself. It was an interesting year because it was the first year I started writing for the fantasy footballer. So there was a lot going on there. And then I was in a ton of leagues. So it was kind of getting my feet wet and getting used to things and getting the groove down. So I think all in all, it turned out pretty well. Nice. You guys are in like 20 leagues, right? Mm, double that and you're close. Yeah. Yeah. It was some crazy. We talked about that before, Chris. I was like, oh, I thought seven was too many. <laughs> I kept picking up leagues during the season. Yes. Oh, another one. I know it's so hard to say no too. I completely understand. It's hard to say no, but I had to learn how to do that because I would have been in like 10 just by myself, you know, co-owned with probably 10 more. I was just like, no, I can't. I need to like eat and sleep. Yeah. Gordon, that's necessary for survival, I hear. Well, we were lucky that most of them were on one platform. So yeah. That made oh it- yeah, that is super helpful. So you don't have to switch between all like, you know, sleeper, Yahoo, all that kind of yeah. That's helpful. So most of all, like, I find like when you want to pick up a guy from the waiver, it's like, oh my god, which league do I go to first? You know, like someone just got injured, so you're gonna go pick up the run, the backup, and it's like, oh god, no. Yeah, waiver waivers was a challenge. Yeah, I bet. Confession: I didn't really do much, Murph. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's why we won some titles. Oh, singer! Oh, no, no shots fired. I'll, that's fine. I'll accept that. <laughs> So you're telling me I can win a league with zero input. I'm down. I'm all over it. <laughs> you did have zero input. Well, I suppose I had. I'm, whatever. We yeah. drafted the teams together. <laughs> Help with the lineup selections. Occasionally, and... I wasn't involved in the draft. I joined in to be round seven. I mean, Murphy didn't right. ask me at all. I knew who you wanted anyway. We've done enough of these. Which again was true. And I had zero input. And we won chips. So there was a few tough on your own when baby Milo turned up. I would not like to know the strike rate of those. I can't remember what leagues are. At that point, those first like three weeks was like a blur. Blur. Yeah, no, I feel you. So what common themes between the teams you had that did well or bad did you spot at the end of the season? 
uh, the ones that, I mean, I don't really think I did horrible in the leagues, but the ones that I did really well in um, are the ones I had Mark Andrews. Um, I did a really good job drafting him at a really good value later in draft. So I was able to get some studs ahead of him and to have a, you know, an elite tight end, which I think he is. And I did a whole article on him in the off season. So I was just jonesing to get Mark Andrews everywhere I could. I did really well in the teams that I had him because I was able to stack up on good players before I picked him up, which was good. I was actually in one league, the one I did the best on, I got George Kittle and Mark Andrews, which was awesome. Except the flex spot struggle was real because I also had Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott. And no, it's not a dynasty, nor is it a keeper. And yes, it's a 12-person league. And I still got second place. Wait, hold up. How did you end up with Kamara and Zeke? Right? So we drafted a little early and it was during the uh, Ezekiel Elliott contract question. So everyone was too scared to take him. And I was drafting at the third position in a snake. So I happened to get Kamara, came all the way back around. I got Ezekiel Elliott, came back around, and I got George Kittle. Did you say you came second in that league? Second, yeah. Who so went- I, my team in the, the championship, my team blew up. I, I mean, I was ahead by 100 points. I'm like, oh, I've got this in the bag. Four o'clock games roll around of the afternoon games. I thought my team blew up. No, his team literally took steroids and <laughs> jacked up on muscle milk and went crazy and blew me out of the water. I was like, well, I can't really complain because my team did really well. No, it was, it was blah. So whatever. I still got paid out. The second place had a good, had a good pot. So I, I didn't feel too bad about it. Nice. Just, just out of interest. Who went number four overall in that league? Oh shoot. I don't know. Was it CMC? No, I, <sighs> he went first. Yeah. You know who, um, like the 104 you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think someone picked up Pat Mahomes in the fourth, Ooh. and he didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> wow. So I have a confession to make. I did pick Patrick Mahomes. I was at the end of a twelve-person draft in my league with Adam Rank from the NFL Network. I did pick Pat Mahomes first, but I was at like the one eleven. So, and I was really drunk. It was a midnight draft in Vegas. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me. How did <laughs> it that was work such out? a good idea at the time. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Yo, watch me. I'm taking my homes at the end of the first year. I, I was. I was like, what? Let's fight. Who wants to fight me? They're like, sit down, you drunk woman. Well, sit. you just got to remember if Adam Rank throws you shade for drafting Pat Mahomes at the 111, you just tell him that he predicted that the San Francisco 49ers would finish the season three and 13 on that. Everybody reminds him of that. It's so funny. Actually, he drafted Travis Kelsey at like the one Oh five or something, I think. So whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah, It's fun. We're we're going in, we're doing another destination draft again this year. So I have to be very good and not get drunk for three days straight and then draft at midnight and think I'm going to know what I'm doing. Or I can and just be fun, you know, just go on vacation. have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you have any dropouts of that league and looking for a couple of British people to jump on and diversify? You know what? We actually may have a spot open. I don't know if he's filled it yet, but I'll check on it. Uh, I tell you, if Adam Rank... Are you going to meet us in Vegas? Yes. If we can get in a league with you and Adam Rank, we're there. Yeah, absolutely. I will I will check with Rank and, and I'll just, see. I'll just book it off. I say to the wife, <laughs> we're going to Vegas and this is uh, business. <laughs> is it, well, yeah. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> this is our business this is all our business amazing ah. so uh talking of mark andrews and drafting tight ends reasonably well what about travis kelsey sort of end of the second start of the third next year how do you find that for value i don't um, well, i mm, end of the second early third pretty good i would probably take him <laughs> there would so would you do it 
that's the question. Would you would you take Travis Kelsey in the second or third round? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This year and pick a late tight end like a Mark Andrews. Well, because I took I took George Kittle um, in the early third, so I would definitely take Travis Kelsey if he were available. And because I was able to get Mark Andrews too, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I had a brain fart there, but yeah, I would. I think that's great value for for Travis Kelsey for sure. Why was that like a thing you guys had to deal with? No, no, no. We we last year we had a debate called the Great Titan debate, and it was just Murph and I. Oh going. yes, yes, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, so we're probably going to have another one this year. Um, Murph's staring me down. She no, listen, that. my my <laughs> hypothesis was proved correct that. <clears throat> drafting a tight end early is flawed. It definitely can be. There's there's such a disparaging gap between one, two, and three tight ends as opposed to four through ten. So if you feel like you can get the kind of value at other positions, it also depends on how your team scores as well. If you have a tight end premium, it's going to be a little bit more worth your while. If you're on a keeper league where you have the ability to keep some studs, it's always going to depend on how your team scores. And what you feel most comfortable doing, because there is going to still be value if you get lucky with tight ends. Tight ends is one of those weird positional, you know, positional positions. Yeah. Hey, redundancy. It's my middle name. Hashtag what? <laughs> it's one of those positions where it's it's like you either have a stud or you have a dud. I mean, it's 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 hard. It's it, And they get injured. If you get injured, you're you're boofed. Just pick up another. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I, I, I I'm adamant that this year I'm going to play a zero tight end league. Yeah, you know that there. That's a trend that's been going a zero tight end. It's not a super popular one from what I've heard, but it's, it's a trend. A, I, I've heard of it. It's just a redundant position. No, but it's still a position, right? So is offensive tackle. Doesn't mean I'm going to go and drop <laughs> offensive tackle. So is kicker, and a lot of people are getting rid of those. I would rather play kicker than play tight end. Really? See, I, I like the tight end position. I think it, there are certain teams in the NFL that are just garbage. Oh, okay. I just, I just. There are certain it. teams that are garbage against the tight end, and you can really do a good job of playing that on a matchup per week basis. And I think if you don't want to waste high draft capital on a tight end and streaming the position, I mean, go for it because, like I said. The gap between one through three and four through ten is pretty big. Well, Darren Waller paid off last year. Austin Hooper paid off last year. Every year, there's always two. Yeah, or but three they both guys. got hurt, so you yeah. had to have somebody else to to kind of pick up if you got lucky. You know, that's the only thing that sucks about it too. I mean, we had Will Disley, who we drafted in the 18th round. Will Disley, Jake Hollister out. ended up uh, coming up and you know showing out for the Seahawks. I liked him a lot too. I just can't wait because this year I'm just going to take Mike Kaziki late everywhere. And just watch it happen. Dude, you know who you can get super duper late is Ian Thomas. And Ian Thomas. Well, he'll go up now, now that Olsen's gone. Yeah, that's true. But again, I think you can still get a pretty good team before you have to draft a tight end if you got your eye on someone like Isiki. But yeah, I guess Ian Thomas is going to jump up because there really isn't anyone else there to compete for the position quite yet. A record There's that's your off-season thing, I've decided. Last year was Albert Wilson. This year's Mike Gesicki. Yeah. Next year. Well, next year's next year. That's what I'm saying. Let's have a real early stupid prediction. I'm all, I'm, to be fair, Mike Kaziki isn't my one thing, but in tight ends. Because my, my thing can't be a tight end. Travis Etienne. There you go. Because he's going to get drafted by the Dolphins next year. That's bold statement since he's got a whole season of college and combine. And Just saying. You say the Dolphins are going to end up in like the top 10. Maybe. Dolphins are going to play all the Like everyone, 
within my vicinity. I got just you. I got you. Giving me crazy looks. So maybe not. I will see. So come on then. We've just talked about some breakouts. Who are your early 2020 breakouts you think are going to smash into next year? I really like Deontay Johnson, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, especially with Big Ben coming back. Fingers crossed. And no Mason Rudolph, whatever his other guy's name is. Who was the other dude? Doc Hodges. Hodges. Yeah. Uh, no more yeah. drama with those two. Good heavens. But yeah, I um, I like Deontay Johnson. I think he did really well. Wide receiver rookies are, are tough. Um, they normally don't, especially with the Steelers, they normally don't get their young wide receivers heavily involved. But because Big Ben went out, Mason Rudolph came in, then it was Doc Hodges, no Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell. They had to just completely rewrite their entire identity this year. And Deontay Johnson stepped up to the plate more so than James Washington did. And I didn't like James Washington coming into this year or last year. Is that what we say now last year? But yeah, I like him a lot. Um, For the running back position, I think Devin Singletary is going to take off as well. I think he's proving himself, and I think he's going to be a stud for Buffalo. Uh, Kyler Murray at the quarterback position. Watch out, guys. I think he's going to be really good. Also, keep your eye on Drew Locke. I like him a lot. Just a quick one on Singletary before we go go on. Oh, sorry. Just a quick one on Singletary. Are you not worried by his touchdown production because Josh Allen just has a tendency to just do it? himself and run it in there is there is that there is a worry for that um but i i think there's going to be positive regression this year because there was also frank gore to deal with as well and again he's a rookie so i don't know how much they were limiting the playbook for him honestly i I did not really look into him that much um so i don't know i think in his sophomore year i think the i think the touchdowns are going to go up there but there is always that worry because of josh allen's legs but his numbers are there. His yards are there. His touches are there. Um, so I think the opportunity for him to score touchdowns is going to increase. But yeah, there, there's always going to be that concern. I, 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 they'll definitely go up. I just worry that in order for him to be a an RB one, he needs to be touching in touching distance of ten touchdowns. And that oh is, yeah, well that, yeah, yeah. That's my worry with him. If he can get them, then all day long, I think he he's he's got all the talent. He's got all the. The pass catching ability, he's got everything. I'm not throwing shade on him. It's just the way that Josh Allen plays. How dare you, Shays Lounge? You be quiet over there. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Out the park. You dare. Uh, she was just about to mention Noah Fan. Yeah, I know, but I love Noah Fan. He should have his own segment and try. You know how much I love Noah Fan. I think this is going to be a good year for him. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Another tight end I think you can get late that is poised to have a, a much better year. It kind of, I think that breakout tag, I think you could put that on Noah fan. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. All those people that laughed at me saying, Hawkinson's going to do better than fan in the NFL. Oh, the Hawk strap. Yeah. They Sorry. were right for one sixteenth of a season. Oh, week one. Congratulations. Noah <laughs> fan is a, Noah fan had it all. I said a year ago, we sat here and I said, Noah fan is probably the best tight end I've ever seen in college for me as a non draft expert but just someone who just enjoys the game i just love the way he plays the game you got him you excited when you draft i'm straight and this year when we pick up some stud wide receiver drew lock can just go full crazy on everyone Cortland sutton man is another yeah. one yeah blue boy. and orange might be an exciting team to watch this year let's hope so it would be nice yeah. <laughs> it's been a while definitely and i couldn't agree more with uh kyler murray i think he's definitely the prime QB breakout. Yeah, I think they're going to restructure a lot of their offense around his strengths and weaknesses. Um, I love Kenyon Drake as well. I know that's not really an early, you know, 2020 pick like we were talking about, but I love what uh, Kingsbury was able to do with them. 
I had thought it was going to be David Johnson that was going to be taking this role, but he, David Johnson was like, I don't believe in running anymore. So then Kenyon Drake got, you know, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, which was fantastic to see, but it was, it was weird, but yeah, I like Kenyon Drake as well. Yeah. What about David Johnson then? Where do you think he's going? I have no idea. I really don't know. I'm going to have to, like I said, I've had a couple weeks off, so I don't know. But there's a lot of names like that that I'm not sure where they're going to go. So Melvin Gordon is another name. Um, is Phil Rivers going to be, you know, hanging out anywhere? We don't even know. I, is there, I'm very curious to see what happens this offseason, especially after the draft. Yeah, that Chargers team could look very different, couldn't it? Scary. not Like, scary, not good. Like, I would stay away from Keenan Allen. I would try to avoid him, depending on who their quarterback's going to be. And the head coach, I think it was a head coach or general manager, I can't remember which one, said that they like their internal options at quarterback better than I think going to the draft as a starter. That means Tyrod Taylor. So Tyrod Taylor could be their starting quarterback for 2020. I don't necessarily like that. So I don't really know about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And Mike Williams is still a charger, right? That didn't change. No, he's still there. Do you know who I would invest Great. in? Probably the only one I would take as a charger right now. I'd, I'd be buying Austin Eckler. Everywhere. Oh, Eckler and Justin Jackson. You can get Justin Jackson super late too, especially if Melvin Gordon's not going to be there. Eckler will go high and you can have a little bit better value with Justin Jackson if you don't get a chance to have a piece of that running back duo. I, I like Justin Jackson as well. Love that. Imagine if David Johnson went to the Chargers. Thank you. I think he's going to go. I, it's weird feelings to end up. I'd love to see him in Tampa. I think under Bruce Arians, I think that'd be really awesome seeing him in Tampa. I mean, the, the spectacular Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones duo. Really? Rojo's immense. Man. Rojo's immense. He's immense. Come on, Matt. Listen, he, if, his exponential growth from 2018 to 2019 was incredible. If he does that again, yes, he's going to be the best running back of all time. Yeah, because that happens all the time. We <laughs> see it weekly. You know, just uh, I, Listen, running backs are... I just don't pay the running back. Just draft one. That's how you build a winning team. Just go and draft a running back. It doesn't matter. It's such a deep running back class. We could take one in the third or fourth round and be fine. There, the the draft class this year for running backs is um, pretty stout. Very stout. You talked about Travis Etienne. I like him a lot. DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor. There's a couple names coming in this year that are that are interesting, and they're they're guys that can start immediately and make an impact for their team. Well, Etienne's not in this class, is he? Because he's staying. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's staying. In oh, well, that's a bu- why. I love Etienne. Now I'm sad. Never mind. I I hate 2020. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, yeah. He decided he wanted to finish up school. Man, I missed that piece of news. My bad. <laughs> well, we got you. We got you. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so of those things, because you you got a list of of running backs you just named. Who do you like best of those oh. uh, running backs? And that if- is a really tough one. Um, ah, okay. I, hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. My husband's going to kill me because he's a Michigan boy. I'm leaning J.K. Dobbins. I'm leaning Dobbins. And the reason I say this is I feel like he's kind of has that explosive athleticism. Yes. They all kind of do, though. Yeah. But I'm leaning, I'm leaning Dobbins. But I think DeAndre Swift is going to be the first one off the board. Yeah. I think. I'm not. I'm I, not think he, I think he probably will. But then I, I don't I don't rate him as uh no. as my top boy. No, I'm, I'm no, not. I like I like Dobbins a lot, but Jonathan Taylor for Wisconsin, he's right there too. I mean, uh, he, yeah, he hardcore that boy. Yeah, that, that's the one. I... They all are though, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good class. There's a lot of good backs in in this one, but th- mm-hmm. I would say this is a generational wide receiver class. There's like twelve to fourteen guys 
in this draft that could play reasonable amount of reps in the so NFL. do you know what's really great about this like really great rookie 2020 draft class coming in for this year is i did my very first dynasty startup already drafted didn't know what I was doing. I had like 300 different things I was doing at one time. And so in order to draft our rookie like draft order in May, we had to draft a placeholder. And I wasn't aware of that until like round three. So the soonest I have to draft one of these guys is at the 107. And then I have like a second round pick and then I forgot again. And so I only have two rookie picks. <laughs> so wait, hold up. You had to draft your rookie picks as a pick instead of a player? Well, we picked a player that's irrelevant. So, for example, um, like Cameron Artis Payne, he's in the XFL right now, but he still was in the sleeper app as an option to pick. So that was just our placeholder. And then it turned that went into our rookie draft order that we're going to be doing in May. And again, I've never played Dynasty, guys. I am brand new at Dynasty. I am redraft minded. So drafting a team for the long run is very hard for somebody who's like super instant gratification and like thinking past two weeks from now is hard. So I have a decent roster, but I'm going to have to do a lot of work on the quarterback position because it's a super flex and I don't have very good quarterbacks at all. Well, that's a nice segue. We came third in our super flex dynasty league, didn't we, Ma? Nice. And our quarterbacks are Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Derek Carr. And Derek Carr. So, yeah, not, not a great selection to choose from. So, yeah. We acquired the 101 in the season. Yeah, we, we well, it's during the Zeke holdout, we started to panic. So we traded Zeke. It was a messy round, basically. We ended up with Carson and we got a load of picks. Um, and then Zeke came back three weeks later and we we're like, oh, okay, fine. Crap. <laughs> so we acquired a pick that we were confident was going to be a high draft pick early on because his team was not in a in a great place. Um, and then it turned out, unfortunately, the owner died mid-season because we did oh, it. Oh, that's horrible! Pick oh, that he okay. got. Yeah, he uh, he developed cancer, which we it happened really quickly, like it was so Very out of swift. the blue. Oh my goodness, that's that's so sad. Yeah, really sad. So his friend, who's friend of the podcast, Jack, took his spot, but they played the season out just the commissioners set the lineup etc just to the end so he ended up with the 101 it was heading that way anyway because he basically acquired a load of uh young talent he just decided he was going to tank this year i think he had a big injury early and that kind of ruined his season so he decided to blow it up and just acquire a load of young uh high ceiling players and so and that pick ended up with us eventually and then we just traded that and the 210 210 for Kyler Murray. Oh, wow. Okay. Because we're in a super flex. And this is before we knew for sure Rivers was coming back. Breeze. Uh, Breeze was coming back. Rivers doesn't have a team as of yet. Exactly. And also very short term. So in the 101 was going to be Joe Burrow or or Tua for us. I go just right. down the route we were going to have to go because of, <sighs> which was going to hurt you anyway. So instead, we just took that and the 210 and got Kyler. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm happy with it. That's a yeah, position that's solid, solid for the next 10 years. Yeah. I mean, that's, see, that's where I'm at. I, I really need I need quarterback help. So uh, I've got a bunch of studs I can hopefully trade away and see if I can get some quarterback help from my league. And we'll see how it goes. I, I know better now. <laughs> Who do you have a quarterback? Um, the one I know, I have like 30 players and I don't remember exactly who it is. Uh, Drew Brees is one of them. Snap. 
Because with the 107, there's a, a slim chance you could get two or burrow if because not the, in a super flex. but because the drafts just happened. Not in a super flex. That's the okay. exactly Murph. Not in a super flex is going to be tough. Saying, yeah, because... I can't. I can't remember. I think I might have picked up Tyrod Taylor too, but I can't remember if I got him or not. Um, either that or Teddy Bridgewater. One of those I got super Ooh. late. So we'll see. I need help with the position. There's there's no doubt. But I mean, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Josh Jacobs, Melvin Gordon. We'll see where he goes. I mean, I've, I've got some good talent, older talent, but I'm like a win now type of person as opposed to win in five years when I have to pay $30 every year. Like, I would win. <laughs> so whatever. I have to flip I'll figure out how to do it as I go along. I think he's got another year. Yeah, yeah, of course you have. But... No, but I mean, of value when you can flip him. I do. I think I think there's people maybe not in, in the league Lauren's playing in, but in common dynasty leagues with people who don't pay as much attention. I think if Julio has one more year, then you flip him. I can say that comfortably. Half <laughs> the people in my home league don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, and I'm in the league that I'm in is with the Ball Blast Girls and uh, John oh, cool. Homkamp and people who know what they're doing, which uh, is Hump. great, but it sucks because they're all really good. I'm the only one who doesn't know what I'm doing when it comes to Dynasty in this league. So I'm at the biggest disadvantage. <laughs> well, tell, tell John hello. Um, I will. We play in a dynasty league with him where uh, he came last and we came second last because we tanked early. Uh, John and I, John and I, we, we own 10 of the 12, the first 12 picks in the rookie. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Tra- he's a shark when it comes to trading. I, cause I didn't do any trades during the draft. I could, I barely had time to eat during the draft. It was crazy. Cause we had so many things going on. Well, yeah, he was trading up. He ended up getting like, Three draft, three first round draft picks. We're like, what? How? Did, what? Yeah. Dang, John. He's got five. We've got the other five, and That's he. Funny. We had his pick because we traded Miles Sanders for Miles Sanders, and we got a serviceable piece back, and yep. we got his pick, which would then turned out to be the one hundred one, and he was desperate for it back, and we traded the one hundred one for. I think we got the 104, the 106, and the 201. Wow. The no, that's that's nice. To, which took us up to... Yeah. Because we have the 102. Yeah. We should have put... A stick oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't draft the player we want either. <laughs> so. Well, he's going to have to go QB. So, um, so we can... No, we are not going quarterback. Well, we'll even need to trade for one. No, Murph. You can't make me do it in two leagues. Well, we're going to have to trade for one. We've got five first-round picks. <sighs> Or we draft one. Oh, we got the one hundred four, the one hundred five. It's one of those picks. Okay, we got some other ones. Well, with one of those picks, we could take a rookie wide receiver. Oh, we can take some wide receivers and running backs so with like, the other four picks. But at some point, we are going to have to take a QB. Okay, we will talk about this at a later date. Yeah, wide receivers, <laughs> Lauren. Who's your favorite rookies? Oh, there are so many wide receivers I really like. It is a 50-50. Yeah, okay, easy for you to say. Chase Lounge, <laughs> you be quiet, Murph. <laughs> I think um I I don't know I like C.D. Lamb and I like T. Higgins those are those are my two guys I I really enjoyed watching them in college I really hope they go someplace good and well, not like the Jets or someplace terrible yeah sorry New York no that's all right the uh there's a list in front of me Rush Nation you can't see which Lauren has provided us and my boy uh, Lavisca Shane is not on there and I'm very disappointed oh he was okay. He was, but there was a top five, and I could not decide between LSU's Justin Jefferson and Schnault. So due to, you know, championship, I decided to put the LSU guy in there. But 
he he was on this list originally, but I did edit it to put him in. I mean, I'm sorry. You could have you could have booted Henry Rocks off. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Murph, is, Murph does not like Henry Rocks. Oh no, I, I'm sure he is a very nice young man. And if I was to see him in the street, I'd say hello. I'd shake his hand. You would not recognize him. No, of course not. But <laughs> oh, Rocks, yo, what up, dude? <laughs> nah. No, but at the end of the day, he he is. Let's get this. Let's get this on tape. Again, he is basically <laughs> the next. He's the next John Ross. Yeah, I mean, there de- there's a possibility for that for sure. It's going to depend on how well he, it's it's going to depend on where he lands too. Like this could be a completely different, yeah, looking list after the draft, and it'll be like, oh no, you're going. Like if any one of these guys goes to Detroit, <laughs> they're dead. I mean, he needs he needs Marquis Goodwin to put on his sprint competition again that he ended up winning that million bucks or whatever it was. Um, he needs that to happen like every year to make some decent money in the NFL because he'll win that every year and he'll get his million bucks doing 40-yard sprint or whatever it is that they do. Man, Murph, who hurt you? (laughs) I'm not just saying. Henry Ruggs. (laughs) Henry Ruggs, apparently. He's just a, he's going to be a really quick guy who's just going to, he's basically like Forrest Gump. He'll be the guy that runs off the field like down the tunnel. Talking of Forrest Gump, sorry, another sports segue. Have you seen the guy who dresses up as him as a cherry baseball game? And then hits a zinger down, uh, I think it's left field or something. Gets out anyway. What's gets this on? Baseball. Gets thrown no, out. But what's this? How, have I, how would I have seen this video? Because it's on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, uh, loads I, have, of... I have a job. You are on Twitter all the time. Never on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so, Lauren, there's this video. I will talk to you here. Um, there's this guy dressed up as Forrest Gump playing in a charity baseball. He gets out at first, run out at first, but he just keeps running. Runs all the way down the line, hops the fence, and runs out the stadium. Because that's hilarious. There's a really good video if you want to look up a good baseball one. Um, you know they have the ball boys and ball girls that are on the side catching the foul balls. So there was one. This girl ran down the sideline or down the down the line and like literally did like a ninja spider jump, like up the entire wall to catch the baseball. It was and like everyone stopped and they're like. What just happened? It is the coolest video ever. Like, that girl is amazing. She's a true ninja. I might have seen it. This is like a double step up the wall. That yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. It was That's like mad. one, it was like right in the corner. So I think she hit one wall, then one, and like literally spider crawled up there in like two seconds flat to literally catch him before it went into the stands. It was insanity. I, like, how did she get down there that fast? What? I, don't know. I don't know how people do that. How do you get enough explosive power to lift yourself off of the wall? Well, her center of gravity is quite low. She's And she's young, so she doesn't have arthritis. Nor <laughs> is she fat, so she doesn't have to carry all that weight around and try to shimmy up a wall. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Poor girl. She's only doing her job. <laughs> she's doing a great job. I'm just jealous because I can't even like walk up a flight of stairs anymore. I'm like, oh, my knees. I can't do it. <sighs> exactly. I'm like, I need a break. It's only the second floor. I don't care. Yeah. I know that pain. I live on the fifth and my lift broke three weeks after my baby was born. So I had a buggy oh, gosh. and the car seat and all the bags. Yeah, it was not fun. Not fun. So oh, no. go ball girl, go. Right. You have to draft either Tua or Burrow for fantasy next year if they were drafted by the same team. So say they were both taken by the Cincinnati Bengals. you got to pick one of them. Who are you taking? So I went back and forth on this about 500 times. And I still don't know which one I'm going to take. But I am going to lean to a... No, but I don't like it. I say it and it sounds dirty. (laughs) Oh, 
Because I, 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 I honestly don't know, Resignation. You need to tell me who I should draft because I, there are pros for both of them. There are cons for both of them. Joe Burrow stunk two years ago. And then suddenly he just explodes onto this end of the scene as like this Joe Cool, you know, keeping it calm under pressure and basically winning at life. That, but then two has been hurt, so we don't know how nasty that injury is, how long it's going to take him to recover. I mean, I, if I had to make a decision, if if like my life depended on it, I I might say Joe Burrow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who do you guys take? I'm going to take Tua purely because he's got legs. That's true. He he does. He's a little bit more mobile. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Mine would depend entirely on the quarterback situation I had. You don't with the team I'm drafting. I.e., if I was desperate and I needed to play a quarterback this year, I would have to take Burrow because Burrow will play 16 games this year. But no, but yeah, they drafted sense. on the same team. So let's just say that. They... No, I know, but I'm just saying that if if my fantasy team I needed to draft a quarterback this year to play, I would pick Burrow. If it was a case of I could have a quarterback this like to draft that I would bench for a year, mm. like I had a breeze, for example, and I yeah, was replacing, yeah, okay. then I would take Tua. Because the worry with Tua, one, he's not going to play 16 games this year, wherever he lands up. So he's going to not... I mean, he'll, he'll be like the Baker Mayfield. He might come in week four, he might come in... Week five, it could be week ten. He might sit the whole season. I feel this is very middle of the fence. It, See, no. but I, I am digging. I'm digging what Shay's Lounge is putting down, though, because that's exactly the position I'm actually in in my dynasty league. Is that if I have the opportunity to take Tua, I would rather have Tua long term. But if I'm in redraft and I had to choose between two of them, I would take Joe Burrow. For yeah. it's for the immediacy now to play him in the upcoming league but if i would have the chance to keep him as a, as a, in a keeper league i think i might lean to it so for example if in that league where we traded the 101 if we were on the clock i'd have pushed us to take burrow purely because we needed the player to play that year uh, no that's fine and i understand both of your points i just feel that my question has been shredded completely if you're asking us who's the better quarterback in our opinion it's Tua. yeah i think okay. we're both making that quite clear no, no 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 it's fine i'm down that path as well it's fine. You seem but, you seem upset that we have not answered your question. No, no, no. It's fine. It's not the first time in my life that's ever happened, and it would definitely not be the last. I, I think mean, he's upset, Rush Nation. Yeah, it's fine. He's used to it. You forget I can edit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> None of this will make the final cut, Rush Nation. <laughs> Don't edit the video. Ooh. I can take it down. <laughs> okay, Lauren, come on. Let's have one spicy hot take fantasy for the fantasy coming season. I oh god all right so in the vein of of rookies um keep your eye on Alberto from Mizzou I cannot say his last name don't make me do it can't pronounce it too many consonants and not enough vowels but he's called Alberto keep an eye on him tight end out of Mizzou I like him maybe not to make any kind of a dent in 2020 but I do like his NFL chances he's a big athletic beast of a man Reminds me a lot of Rob Gronkowski. You love the cut of his jib. Sure. There a, there's got to be a chaise lounge, something or other in there, no? No. There's just a, okay, jibbage. Okay. Jibbage. All right, fair enough. Right, Lauren, why don't you let Rush Nation know where they can find you once again? Oh, Rush Nation, come find me. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Stepmom Lauren. And I also have my own website, stepmomlauren.com. Um, I'm going to be writing again for the fantasy footballers here probably March, April. 
I'm kind of jonesing though to get back to the writing. So I may put up a couple of my own articles on the website, stepmomlearn.com. Come find me. Come say hi. I'm I'm usually a nice person, I think. What do you actually don't answer that? I don't want you guys to answer that question. I am a nice person. Come say hi. Ask me your questions. Make fun of my dynasty team. I'm cool with that too. <laughs> I can confirm she's a nice person. Absolutely. Yes. She put I up with both them. of us for an hour and our it's fun come on who else am i going to be able to call furniture (laughs) that's a great point well i suppose on that note rush nation that that's pretty much going to wrap up today's show lauren thank you so much for your time thank you guys so much for having me anytime you want me on just let me know we will do murph i'll see you later on in the week but we'll chat on tuesday but until next week rush nation as always don't forget keep rushing HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm gonna do this to protect myself. Do it for them, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.